This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Celebrate 14 years, 14 years of anything of long, that's, that's longevity this day and age. It really is. That's longevity this day and age. And, I, and you know, you think about marriages, how many marriages even last 14 years? You know, how many, how many pastors actually stay at a church for 14 years? I mean, you know, and, and the statistics today that uh, it's amazing to me how many pastors uh, are actually quitting or leaving the ministry there you know it's a massive uh, reduction of pastors this day and age and i think the reason for that is is because pastoring is like marriage and it's all a challenge now if my wife were to be asked about marriage and being married to me she would probably say well it's been a challenge but you say it's been good and there's good in that amen there's good in marriages but you know, and there's also the tough times. But I think what happens is in, 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 in church and in ministry and with pastors this day and age is I, I think what they're looking for is an opportunity to be able to, uh, to, to find a job that enables them not to have to do what they think would be manual labor. <laughs> but it don't work that way. <clears throat> so today... It's an honor for me to be, even be asked to share with you, our church family, and also those of you watching on social media. It's truly an honor. And as I was putting this together and going before the Lord and asking him what was in his heart to share, the first thing that came to me was, a, a, a saying that I had once heard, and it's been a couple of years since I've heard it, but you ever, had any, you ever had somebody make a statement and it just stuck with you? It just stuck with you. It pierced your heart and it stayed there. And I heard a saying that said, the mind of man can only conceive as long as the behind can endure. I also heard, a, heard someone say, uh, not, not too long ago, they said that the uh, attention span... On any one given subject is approximately 15 minutes for us humans. Maybe if you stretch it for 20 minutes. So I'm asking you this morning for your undivided attention for 15 minutes. Would you do that for me? Those of you watching on social media, now you're probably, you could be sitting in that big, big boy lazy chair. And you're very comfortable. And our, 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 our church family here are sitting on some very comfortable chairs. Very, very well padded chairs. But even though that you may be sitting somewhere comfortable, I still want to keep this short and simple because I want you to feel and to hear what I believe the Lord has laid upon my heart as we celebrate 14 years of a ministry called Passion Church here to provide to the community and to our city, to our state, and also around the world through your giving and the dedication and the love that our pastors have put forth for 14 years. 
Now, you know, I've learned some things from my pastor and from both of them. My pastor, he takes notes and gets things ready, and then he works from those. And so I can say that I've learned something from Pastor Bruce. I I wrote some notes down. And I'm finding out, Brother Lance, that uh, it keeps you from taking rabbit trails. So I'm going to give you, in 15 minutes, my heart and dedication of our pastors and this church. When I went before the Lord and I asked him, what would you, what would you have me share? And it felt like the Lord was saying to me or asking me, he said, well, you, you, you tell me the first thing that comes to your mind when you think of Pastor Bruce and Pastor Sandy. And it was not difficult at all. The very first thing that popped into my mind was faithfulness. Faithfulness. The next words that came to my spirit was love. Pastor Sandy, love what you have put forth, you and Pastor Bruce. And the next thought, the the word that came to me was dedication. And you know, as I begin to ponder on those three words, love and faithfulness and dedication, well, it just kind of dawned on me that that kind of reminds me of what marriage is. Marriage has in order for it to work. It takes love, it takes faithfulness, and it takes dedication. And there are so many other things, but I only had time in that 15 minutes to try to give some examples of these three things. And so when I think about marriage, I think, and I have had the honor and the privilege of, of uh, officiating so many, so many weddings, and in those wedding vows... And you know, and when you think about it, the church, the Bible refers to the church as the bride of Christ. And so when Pastor Bruce and Pastor Sandy came, you know, they weren't here with, a, with an attitude of a, well, we're here today and gone tomorrow. Or, you know, um, their, 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 their heart and their attitude when they came was, I'm here for the long haul. You see, and that's what a marriage is built on. With a thought pattern. I'm not just getting in this thing and hoping that it just works. Or that he or she will be what I'm hoping she or he or she will be. Let me tell you something in pastoring. The church is never what you might think it should be. And so in those marriage vows, I didn't even have to get the marriage book out, Pastor Bruce, Pastor Sandy. Because I'm reminded of these things in my everyday life as a husband. And you, if you're married, these thoughts should, should be in your heart and your mind. First of all, when I was, would be officiating at a, a wedding, I would say, and do you take them for better or for worse? <clears throat> you see, when Pastor Bruce and Pastor Sandy came, they knew, because they had pastored before, that there was going to be some worse with the better. Can I get an Amen. It's just so, so, you know, when Pastor Bruce and Pastor Sandy came, they didn't just come to Passion Church in order just to have a place to preach the gospel. They came with a vow in their heart that I am married to the bride of Christ and I will preach the gospel. And I will take the worst with the good. Number two was richer or poor. Oh, my. 
My, 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 my. Oh, it's good. It's fun pastoring a church, isn't it, Pastor Kelly? We, we've pastored for, for several years, and it's fun pastoring a church when the money's coming in. <clears throat> oh, yeah. But how about that richer or the poorer part? Come on. Well, you know what happens then? That's when you have to make a decision as a pastor or pastors. I am faithful, I am dedicated, and I'm full of love, and I will accomplish and fulfill the mission that God has for me. That's what Pastor Bruce and Pastor Sandy have done in these 14 years. They've done that here. Oh, and the next one I was reminded of, in sickness and in health. <laughs> oh, when she's, oh yeah, when Kelly's really, you know, really healthy and, well, you know, she's happy. Happy wife, happy life. <clears throat> what about when that sickness time came? And I was kind of pushed to the side. You know, a church can get sick. Spiritually, physically, and financially. And I've experienced all three. And I know Pastor Bruce and Pastor Sandy have done the same thing. They've experienced it here. But when they come to that part where it said sickness and in health, I, and I was reminded of this, pastors, and again, this is why these words, faithfulness, dedication, and love, are the first things that come to my mind. I have a reason for that. <clears throat> because right after they were in, involved in a major, major accident, I remember them coming in on that weekend, sometime on the weekend, I believe you guys did. But I know that when they got back, they were physically hurt. But that Sunday morning, Pastor Bruce was in the pulpit. Was he feeling up to par? No. And those of you that know him well, you can tell when someone's not up to par. But you know what? He pulled himself up by the bootstraps. Because there was a vow and a commitment made when they took the place of pastoralship at Passion Church. And it says, I will be faithful. I will be dedicated. And I will demonstrate love. Those are the attributes that Jesus Christ set the example for. And I thought about the very last part that I always share. In a wedding it says, till death do us part. You know, when you... <laughs> Our pastors are in this thing for the long haul. And I've heard him make the comment, Pastor Bruce make the comment. He said, you know what? I'm here until God calls me home. Or until I'm, till, till my time, appointed time. You see, when you become pastors as we have here, Pastor Bruce and Pastor Cindy, when you take on the responsibility of a pastor, these attributes will be exemplified in your life. And they have truly exemplified love, faithfulness, and dedication. Have they grown weary in well-doing? Oh, yes. You know, the Apostle Paul experienced that over in Galatians, the sixth chapter, I think it is. He says, don't grow weary in well-doing. You know, you know when you've got good pastors that even though during the time of weariness, they didn't let it get them down. 
They stayed true to the course. And another scripture came to me as I was thinking about Pastor Bruce and Pastor Sandy when the Apostle Paul said, I've run the race and I've kept the course. Amen? Amen. That was set before me. And I kept and fought the good fight of faith. Well, they're saying, I'm still on course. I'm keeping the faith. And I love that about them. Faithfulness. Dedication. You know, I can probably count on one hand out of the 10, almost 11 years that Kelly and I have served here that they've not been here on Sunday morning. And then isn't it amazing that we expect that out of our pastors, but we don't expect that out of ourselves? Oh, I've stopped preaching, gone to meddling. As Jesse DePlanis says, Something about the preaching. He said, uh, how's that about uh, uh, I'm preaching good? Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So today, our pastors, people full of faithfulness and love and dedication, A passage of scripture came to my heart, my mind, and in my closing this morning. I want to read it to you. It's over in 1 Timothy. It's in chapter 5. In verse 17. You see, Paul was writing to Timothy. I I believe Timothy was in Ephesus at that time. And Timothy, being a young pastor, Paul wanted to let him know, listen, don't get intimidated by those people. Just because you're young. But you know what Timothy set under the Apostle Paul? He learned under the Apostle Paul. He toured with the Apostle Paul. And he was groomed by the Apostle Paul. And so therefore, he had a foundation And when Pastor Bruce and Pastor Sandy came, they had been groomed and they had served in other churches and they had been mentored and are still being mentored by godly people today and godly men like Dr. Vickers. And aren't we so blessed to have men like that? That are like the Apostle Paul that will come in behind and mentor and encourage And I can't tell you how many times I was encouraged by Dr. Vickers when Kelly and I were pastoring. So many times. And Paul encouraged and he strengthened Timothy. And one of the things that I would like to close with today is that he shared with Timothy. And he's referring to pastors and leaders in the church But I'd like to dedicate this to our pastors today. Because Pastor Bruce and Pastor Sandy, this verse fits you as well. Verse 17, chapter 5 of 1 Timothy. Let the elders that rule well. Can we say they have ruled well, our pastors? Absolutely. Absolutely. Let them be counted worthy. (laughs) Oh, this is good. Oh, don't, not just a pat on the back or a handshake. It says, let them be counted worthy of double honor. (laughs) 
especially they who labor. And they have labored for 14 years. And how have they labored? Giving of their time, giving of their strength, even of their finances. But especially those who labor in the word and doctrine. You know, the, the, one of the other thoughts that came to me when I was thinking about Pastor Bruce and Pastor Sandy is not only their faithfulness and their love and their dedication, but you know, they have built a solid foundation here. And that's why the church is still here today and will not be gone tomorrow. Because they have laid the foundation. Knowing that without a solid foundation, the church will crumble and fall. But this one's here to stay. And those of you watching on social media, you know, I don't know what all you've heard about churches and stuff. They come and go, well, let me tell you something. Come be a part of this one. This one's here to stay. Because it was built on a solid foundation by Pastor Bruce and Pastor Sandy. And the foundation they built it on was the cornerstone of Jesus Christ, the Word of God. And I'm glad to be able to be a part of this church family for that purpose. Verse 18, it says, For the Scripture says, Thou shalt not muzzle the ox that treadeth out the corn, and the laborer is worthy of his reward. You know, I don't know what you're looking for in pastors. I don't know what you're looking for in a church. But if you're looking for faithfulness, if you're looking for people that have demonstrated and will continue to demonstrate love, Pastor Sandy, if this church family here and people looking and watching on social media are looking for dedication, looking for dedicated people that they may be able to to learn under, I can tell you right now, Passion Church with Pastors Bruce and Sandy Whitehill will bring you and lead you along with the help of the Holy Spirit and teach you to be faithful full of love and dedicated not just to Jesus Christ but to one another and the members of the body of Christ. Thank you so much for allowing me again the opportunity to share my heart and my my appreciation to our pastors. Ladies and gentlemen, they are worthy of double honor. And so not just today but on a continual basis Let's show them double honor. Show them double honor. You know what was encouraging as I was pastoring, Kelly and I pastored, and even here serving as uh, music directors, it's wonderful when somebody comes and pats you on the back and says, you know what, I enjoyed that song this morning. Or I enjoyed the piano playing. Or I enjoyed this or I enjoyed that. Or I enjoyed some of the musicians this morning. Or enjoyed the singers. You know what, I enjoy that. That's an encouragement to me. But you know what? I don't have or have to carry near the responsibility that our pastors do. And if any encouragement, any words of encouragement, any good pat on the back, a handshake, our pastors are worthy of that and of double honor. Thank you for letting me share my heart. My 15 minutes is up. And thank you. And those of you on social media, thank you for the 15 minutes of undivided attention. I'm going to turn the uh, the, uh, microphone over to our pastors as they come.
Thank you, Pastor Ron. Well, heart, I'm going to try to talk because I don't want to cry or whatever because that touches my heart. But we do want to say uh, today how much we love each and every one of you and what a blessing, what an adventure it has been the past 14 years. Uh, we've been on ups with all of you, downs. We've been through life. We've been through uh, uh, death. We've been through sickness. Like Pastor Ron said, we've been through all kinds of stuff with many of you on personal levels, the good and the bad. You know, but like Pastor Bruce always says about our marriage, you know, we win together and we lose together. You know, and sometimes that's the hardest, that when things do get tough in a relationship, it's hard sometimes to see at to the end of the tunnel or to see through the end of the woods. And sometimes it's easier to think, well, I could just give up or I could just go get me another one or I could just start over again. But, you know, it's harder to stay in a relationship. You know, it's easier to just leave or quit. It's harder to stay in the church and with one another as a church family when times are tough. And I'm telling you, this has been a year of challenge. This has been a year that the enemy wants to tear the church apart, tear the people of God apart, and take God out of everything. But as the church, we've got to stand together. And I'm telling you, it has been tough. But see, but together we are better. And look, never... Are you ever going to find a perfect church or perfect pastors? Because once we enter in the doors, that's done. Because none of us are perfect. And every day we're striving to do better. But I hope you'll give us that opportunity and continue. And if the Lord tarries, you know, uh, like Pastor Bruce always says, if the Lord tarries, you know, we're declaring 120. So we hope you'll put that put up with us that long. But we can do this together, and we love each and every one of you and appreciate you, those that are here physically, those of you that are watching. And I'm so excited about the day when we all come back together again. You know, usually this is also a big time of when we have food and fellowship. We get to personally sit down and talk with everybody. We weren't able to do that this time. And I admit, that's my favorite part, is when we get to sit and talk with one another and and fellowship and have a little bit of more personal time with you. But I'm telling you, I believe those days are coming. They're not far away. And for those of you that have are not been able to come or that are starting to come back, we miss you so much. And our heart and love is with you and always will be. And we so, so appreciate all of you. Never, ever think that we don't. Look, we might not always be able to always say it, but we do appreciate everything that everybody does in this house, from the littlest thing to the biggest thing. There's no big thing. There's no little thing. It's everything you do is important to God, but more importantly, it's important to us, and it's so appreciated. And we love all of you so much. Well, I don't think I should say anything after that except there. Uh, we really are thankful uh, and grateful. First of all, the, uh, to the Lord for this assignment. You know, uh, and we take it as his assignment uh, for our life. When you become a Christian, uh, you, you give up the right to direct your own life. You give up the uh, the right to just live for what you want, your personal preferences, uh, all of that, and willingly so. Not 
you know, not begrudgingly. You know, uh, we ser- we want to serve God with all of our heart. He deserves that. He really doesn't deserve less than all. And we don't always get that right or perfectly, but he still deserves it. He is worthy of that. So all the honor and the praise, if there's any good thing, it goes to him. It belongs to him. You know, just like Jesus said, he said, uh, and the servant comes in and says, I haven't done anything but what you asked me to do, that's all. You know, we do it to serve God and we do it to serve those uh, that God loves. And because he loves, he serves. You know, God is at your service. But I also believe that um, such a love as that should be reciprocated and that we should be able to say to God, you know, well, Lord, I'm at your service. You did, you did everything for me. How can I give you less than everything of me and live for, uh, and live for you and live for what you, uh, uh, for what you want, what you desire, what you uh, deserve? 14 uh, years, 14, you know I like numbers, so 14, uh, uh, Pastor Sandy asked me some questions this morning about a 14 uh, is uh, not in by itself. It is two times seven in biblical numerology. It doesn't stand as an as a number by itself. It is the equivalent uh, summation of two times seven. Seven being the number of perfection or completion, and. Uh, the two signifies God doubling down on that. It's a it's absolute certainty and of a surety. And Pastor Ron uh, um, alluded to that today. The foundation, you know, the found, God will take a long time uh, to lay the sure foundation before He'll build upon it. Uh, make no mistake about it that. Uh, this next year, 15, that God will build upon the foundation that has been laid. But the foundation has to be unshakable, unmovable, solid, sound, and secure, stable, uh, before he'll build upon it. The number 15 is rest and restoration, healing, uh, and deliverance, see, Uh, when, when you build on something, you want to make sure it rests upon something that's not going to move. Yes, yes. Uh, and, you know, the Bible talks about the sure foundation. Didn't you say that I wasn't supposed to preach, right? <laughs> this was not planned at all. I, I, any of, but anyway, to rest upon something, uh, rest upon the foundation... Uh, is, again, God wants to make sure that it doesn't move. Now, the Scripture doesn't talk about a physical building. It says that Jesus, a person, his lordship, see, his sacrifice, his faithfulness to God's will and God's way, said he, the cornerstone, the sure foundation, and then the foundations, the next stones are the apostles and the prophets. And I guess somewhere's in there is 
would be pastors. You know, uh, uh, pastors are probably with the people of God uh, more and more intimately uh, over the longer haul than all of the other gifts. There were all necessary, uh, but uh, but shepherds uh, are with the sheep more than anything, and you need shepherds that are sh- that are stable and strong and secure. You know, uh, and you know uh, we trust God for that. That's you know that's not anything in and of ourselves, but. Long time ago, we just decided we were gonna get with it and keep with it, stay with him, stay at it. Whatever his assignment was, that was it. And we understand as pastors that that's the assignment. You know, when Dr. Vickers uh, uh, asked us about um, coming here, about pray, praying over coming here, I told him, I said, "Be honest with you. Some days I want a pastor." And, most days I don't. We weren't pastoring at the time. I'd had enough pastoring to last three lifetimes. But, uh, uh, and he never mentioned about a job. He said, I'm, he said, I want you to know, he said, this is an opportunity to go somewhere and make a life. It's understood among pastors, and I hope it's understood among people, that this is a life. This every we learned in our first assignment, but for God changing it, and trust me, it had to be God change it. We've had lots of people that called us so stubborn and stupid, and they couldn't see why we stayed and this and that. But that's fine, and uh, we understood this is a lifetime assignment. The commitment to Jesus and the commitment to a people and to a place is a lifetime assignment, and God's going to have to bore us, speak real, real strong. Circumstances aren't going to do it. Situations are not going to do it. Hell, high water, come what may. You know, when uh, you get uh, planted and you get planted and you get rooted, see, you're going to be fruited. And that's for the glory and grace, uh, by the grace of God. Amen. So here we are, completed 14 years. I look forward to uh, Jesus building his church. You know, you know, we have our part, but I, I don't have any trouble being a gopher. You know what a gopher is? The Lord says, well, go for, go for this. Go forget me that. Go forget me the other. See, uh, that's what we have grace for is just go for it with the Lord. Do what he tells us to. But make no mistake, Jesus will build his church. And it's his church, so it's his to build And we volunteer voluntarily just simply to help him, to be some help. Amen. We never want to be hurtful. We only want to be helpful. Amen. Uh, But I've had a time or two, I swung a two-by-four and knocked Miss Sandy off the sawhorse, you know, accidentally. Didn't see her there. Hallelujah. I'm sure you've had the same uh, thing in the, uh, in your situation, trying to help the Lord or trying to help people. Uh, sometimes that doesn't always work out like you had planned it to. But, you know, uh, we win together, we lose together. That's how it is. Praise the Lord. And life is like that, you know. 
You win some, you lose some, but here's the thing. If you win more than you lose, you'll come out on top. And that's Jesus' plan for the church. I want to say God bless you and God uh, God knows our heart towards you. We thank him uh, for this assignment. We thank you for journeying with us uh, for these 14 years. Uh, I know we're at an intersection uh, in life, a big intersection, uh, decisions being made, uh, especially this year over direction, uh, which will determine destinies. It always does, you know. Uh, I thank uh, I thank God that... Uh, um, you know, somehow or other, the Bible says that he will order our steps. A good man's steps will be ordered of the Lord, you know. I've been a, uh, I've been a time or two where what I thought was the right way turned out to be the wrong way. But I didn't get down that road very far. Amen. I didn't get down that road very far before I saw the sign, Bridges Out. Turn around and go back. Didn't get down the other road very far before I saw the little sign dead end. Sometimes I've been down some uh, what looked like the main road, got in there, and it turned into a dirt road. Then it went to a cow trail. Something on the inside said, son, this is not where you need to be. Turn around. Amen. Back up on out of here. Hallelujah. I remember one time when I was driving truck, uh, and uh, first time out, headed for my first load, and the I went to, uh, I didn't see the sign that was the roundabout uh, for trucks. It had a sign, but it was small. Uh, And uh, the route uh, show just keep going straight. So I went straight across. Dear God in heaven, I got down into a place with an 18-wheeler. And I'm telling you, it was hairpin turns and... All this kind of stuff. Well, I knew I was in trouble. And I got down and then, and then I thought, well, if I can find a place where I can just get this rear end backed around, I'll head back out of there. And up, up, up come the blue lights up the road. And uh, uh, I knew people had called the cops on me uh, because they didn't like me in their lane trying to navigate and all that. You have been there, brother? You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, uh, my brother's back here going like that. I'll just talk to you. But anyway... Uh, they came, and uh, you know, I mean, you had basically. Uh, so uh, I remember uh, him saying, "He said, uh, you know, this is not the truck road." I said, "I figured that out." <laughs> he said, "Didn't you see the sign?" I said, "No, sir, I really didn't." And uh, he said, "Well, it's small. We get a lot of this." He said, "Here's what we're going to do." He said, I'm going to go out in front of you. And he said, you just follow me and I'll escort you down into town. I'll take you out and I'll get you back where you need to go. I said, I thank you very much, sir. I really appreciate it. I thought they were going to throw the book at me, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But now, there, you know, it was honest-hearted. I did not see the sign. I just didn't see it. Amen. Uh, and so the Lord sent his wonderful authorities Amen. That had the authority to get me through that and make sure I didn't hurt myself or hurt other people and all of that. And uh, didn't give me a written anything or all that. Just realize, you know, you're, you know, you're honest hearted in it going on down through. Why did I say all of that? Uh, the steps of a good man. And what's a good man? Jesus said, don't call me good. If there's anyone good, it's the Lord. If you find any good thing in me, it's because of God. Amen. Uh, give folks a little room. 
little space and a uh, a little grace, amen. To, uh, there wasn't room to turn around, so I just had to stodge on through it. You ever been in a thing you couldn't turn around? You just had to live on through it. I believe this is one of them kind of years for the church, for the world, for believers, for non-believers. There ain't no turning around, you know, uh, uh, you know uh, wherever we're at, just believe that God's going to send us some help. We're going to get on through this thing. Uh, we're going to get down through town, all the traffic and all the lights, and finally wind up where we, uh, where we need to be headed in the right direction. Some lessons learned. Look twice. Turn once. <laughs> Pray more. Amen. All that kind of stuff. You know, uh, how hard is it to just be humble and take the, uh, and take the humble route? When you do, you'll find that you'll have God's help with things. And Lord knows we need help in going forward here, don't we? Lord knows we need God's help and God's direction. That even sometimes what we think is right may not be right, but that's okay. God knows the right way and the right thing to do, just the right time, all of that kind of stuff. And if this year's taught us anything, you know, uh, it, it would be this. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not to your own understanding, but in all of our ways, acknowledge him. Just say, God, I need you. God, I need you more now than I've ever needed you in my life. God, when I don't know, I know that you know. When I can't see, I know that you see. When, when, when up seems down and down seems up and left seems right and right seems left, Lord, I still know that, listen, if I, that I'm just, you're right there. And even if I can't even feel your touch, I know that you have still got me. You still got me, God. Amen. I believe God has passion, church. I believe God has you as a people. And I believe that God has a people yet to be born again, yet to be created that will give him praise, that are looking for the truth, that are looking for a reality, that are looking for a real God because they're just like us. Amen. They might find themselves in a situation there ain't no backing out of. they got to go forward. But they want to go forward and get on the right path with God. Amen. So if you're out there in, uh, uh, I know the people here, everybody here is all right. You can tell, you know, in church folks are always all right. And we believe that of you. I'm going to agree with that. Uh, but if you're listening to us on Facebook and uh, YouTube today, let me tell you something. Let me... Uh, let me just ask you this. If you find yourself in a, in a tight place, in a situation where there just is no turning around, uh, and you're in kind of a little fix, I'll tell you, God has a way to fix the fix that you're in. And if you'll look up, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to ask God to send the blue lights to you, send you help. Uh, this day, even today, you can choose God's way for your life. And you'll never be sorry. Oh, you might have to scoop up in the, in the seat a little bit and put it in low gear and ride the brake all the way down the hill and still swing wide and, you know, all of that. Knowing, uh, you know, uh, knowing this, you can't do it all by yourself. You shouldn't do it all by yourself. Why be by yourself when God says, I will never leave you and never forsake you. There is one that stays closer than a brother that is made for the day of adversity and the trouble. I'll tell you, a true, uh, the true friend of Jesus Christ, he comes running when trouble. Everybody else may run away, but God will come running to you. So I want to invite you today, put your trust in him.
Don't lean to your own understanding. If you'll acknowledge him this day in your heart, say, God, I believe that you're God. Jesus, I believe that you are who you say you are. I believe that you can save me. You want to deliver me, that you are the only way. I'll tell you, if you do that right now, we're going to pray a simple little prayer, and your life will change. And it won't just change circumstantially or situationally for in, a temporary situ- in a temporary way. It will change from now on and forever. God will be your guide. God will be right there beside you. God will lead you. God will help you. God will shelter you. God will protect you. And God will provide for you from here to eternity. And there's so much peace and joy. That's such a right thing. So I want to invite you today, if you've never asked Jesus to be Lord of your life. Let's do that right now. Every head is bowed and every eye is closed in the house, but you that are listening to me uh, long distance, let's pray this prayer all together here and there. Dear Jesus, come and Lord my life. You are the good shepherd, even the great shepherd, and I want to be a sheep of your pasture. Lord, you see the fix I'm in. I don't see any way out. But I'm asking you to help me today. And God, if you're God, and I believe that you are, show me your way forward. And I'll follow you all the rest of the days of my life. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer and you meant it, I'm going to tell you, God uh, is a God of his word. He'll do his part. And all he simply asked you to do is trust him. He didn't ask you to figure it out. But I tell you, answers are on the way. You're going to see, I feel this very strongly, you're going to see circumstances and situations. You're going to see the setup, how God steps in and works on your behalf. I even believe there are some that you you are facing. Uh, you're facing a very, uh, I mean, it, seals, it seems sealed uh, uh, signed, sealed, and delivered. Even uh, a, a sentence that, you, that you've been put under. I tell you, God is going to work that out. God is going to deliver you supernaturally. And it's going to be a, a sign to you, not just to you, but for those in your family who have even given up on you. But God, you're going to see that God has not given up on you. And within, I know that this is unusual, but I believe this within three days you're going to see the grave, uh, you're going to see the stone rolled away and, and, and what you thought was a done and a dead deal, signed, sealed, and delivered. God says, I'm going to make a way and you're going to come out of that and you're going to give me great glory and I'm going to use you for my glory. Father, we thank you for that. We thank you. Listen, whoever you are, listen, just believe that and receive that this day in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I believe there's a, another person that's listening to me this day. And I, I, I feel very strongly there's been something wrong with you on the right side over here, especially down around the right foot. And uh, not only, the Lord says, has it been a, is there a physical uh, deficiency in your walk, uh, but it's got your attention enough where you're beginning to realize, you, uh, you know, like the, uh, the old rock song, walk the, the old rock song says, walk this way. You've walked this way and you found it's, it's hurtful. It's painful to you. It, it's not helpful. 
And the Lord says that he's going to work in that situation uh, as well. That if you'll walk with him, you're going to find that God's going to put a new pep in your step. God's going to heal you physically, but more than that, God's going to heal your whole life. And where uh, where you've had to walk through uh, some painful, painful circumstances and situations, and I especially, I believe, even with family and friends, close family and friends, there's been some decisions that have been uh, made there especially painful uh, to you and a hindrance to you in your uh, in your walk. The Lord says, I'm going to get involved. I'm getting involved even this day, even right now. If you believe me and you'll receive this, the Lord says, I'm going to cause a turnaround to come. I'm going to, you're not going to fall. You're not going to fail because I'm going to heal you. And you're going to be like the lame that leaps like a heart before this is all done. You're going to find that I've strengthened your, uh, your weak knees. And you're going to find uh, that I'm going to work situations and circumstances out for you. And we, Lord, we just believe that uh, with our brother, our sister. Uh, I, I feel strongly uh, that there's a sister uh, that this speaks especially to, but even if you're a brother, grab a hold of it. Now, some of you out there, you know, don't really believe in these things. That's fine. Listen, don't. If you don't believe it, you will never receive it. It wasn't really talking to you if you're not the believer in it. It's talking. The Lord's talking specifically to some individuals here, and you know we'd love to hear from you. But if we never do, we've obeyed God, we believe God, and we'll rejoice with you from now and uh, on and forever. Because if the Lord said it, won't He also do it? If the Lord said it, won't He also do it? And I'll tell you, we here in the house, we're going to be some help by adding our faith to that. And, and whether we ever hear from you or not, that doesn't disprove it or cause it. It's wrong. We've obeyed, we've obeyed God. And more, listen, and more power to you. God bless you. Listen, thank you all for being with us. Father, in the name of Jesus, bless every person under the sound of our voice within the hearing of all of these things here this day. We give you the praise and the glory and the honor. Until the next time, listen. You be at rest because you are so very, very blessed. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.